Good morning. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory coming to you on another day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for another opportunity to come to you over these airwaves and, and to expound on the word of God. We're going to open up with a moment of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and we ask, Lord God, that you would look and have mercy upon your, your people, uh, upon not only your people, this country, but the whole entire world with this, uh, this pandemic we're going through. Oh, Lord God, we just thank you right now for you are uh, large and in charge. You are mighty and your, your right hand upholds us. Father, we thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy, for allowing us to see another day that was not promised to us. And Father, we just repent and we turn from our wicked ways and we seek your face. We were uh, humbly bowing ourselves in submission to you. Lord God, you are worthy of all our praise. We come and we pray for those that are going through uh, sickness in hospitals, those that are going through bereavement. Father, we ask that you would, uh, like only you can, touch hearts and minds as we go through this storm. And Father God, you are a shelter in a time of a storm. So we run in and we hide and we, we, uh, we rejoice under the provision of your protection. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're focusing today on the book of Zephaniah, the prophet Zephaniah, and the subject, the title of this lesson, A Vision of Restoration, found in Zephaniah, the third chapter, verses 14 through 20. The golden text says, Behold, at that time I will undo all the affliction, all that afflict thee, and I will save her that halteth and gather her that was driven out, and I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. It is amazing how even in the midst of uh, trials and tribulations, in the midst of uh, the children of Israel going into bondage, uh, and, and the wrath of God, the, the day of the Lord that was coming that would purge, and he was purging uh, and and pulling up and rooting out wickedness and sin in the land, that God had a remnant of people that his mind was stayed on, those that didn't bow the knee to Baal, those that, uh, that remnant of people that worshiped him, and he had his mind stayed on them. Even uh, with this prophecy that came through Zephaniah, uh, Zephaniah warning and, and talking about the day of the Lord, uh, we see God's mind and we see the, the love of the Lord, the, the love of God for his people, uh, even a rebellious people. God's heart was still toward his people. Uh, we ought to say amen right there, because even in these times that we're living in, uh, we God is giving us uh, opportunities and second chances to repent and turn to him, to come to him. Uh, and he's showing us how strong he is and how you know, uh, with our country being a, a world leader, showing us that uh, because of your wickedness, because of your turning away from God, uh, he knows how to get our attention. Um, a little background on Zephaniah. Ze Zephaniah, his father was a Cushite, an Ethiopian descendant from the king of Hezekiah. In Zephaniah, we learned that as a prophet during the reign of King Josiah, Josiah led a religious reform reform that focused on serving the Lord alone, removing all other religious relics, attire, and practices, 
uh, pulling down the, uh, the, 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 the altars of Baal and uh, reestablishing the worship of God, turning the people back to the worship of God. Zephaniah prophesied before Josiah's reform, and perhaps while the king was a child, as some, some, some uh, theologians think. According to Zephaniah, the day of the Lord is coming, and it is a day of judgment. God will punish the children of Israel for worshiping foreign uh, gods and mixing worship of the Lord with other religious practices. He's rooting up in the day of the Lord. He will root up all the wickedness, but yet and still his mind is stayed on the remnant of those that have not bowed themselves to Baal. There was a remnant of humble people that was from near and far that had been scattered. God was going to bring them back to him, and this remnant shall serve the Lord and do no wrong. Uh, God is, he oft times he would use foreign countries and nations to punish his children. Uh, they went into the Babylon uh, captivity uh, because of their disobedience. Uh, but God, his mind was always on them, even at the, in the midst of being uh, chastened. Uh, God was always there to cor chasten, to correct, to turn uh, his people back to him to uh, cause them to uh, see the error of their ways and turn back to him. Um, after two and a half uh, chapters of judgment, it is, a, it is only fitting in Zephaniah would pen this song of joy and invite the children of Israel to sing and rejoice. After two, the first two and a half chapters of Zephaniah talked about God's impending wrath and what he would do. Uh, but, at the end, he had he sang a song of joy, uh, and he told Israel, he called Zion, the remnant of them, to sing a song of joy as well. Let's look at the lesson, uh, starting at the 14th verse in the third chapter of Zephaniah. It says, Sing, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all the heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. 15 says, The Lord hath taken away thy judgments, he hath cast out thine enemies, the king of Israel, even the Lord is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. Uh, even in the midst of our uh, going through uh, and God's impending day of the Lord and the wrath of God, God is telling them, you can shout, you can rejoice right now because I have removed all of the wickedness. I have removed your enemies. I have destroyed them and caused them to fall. Uh, you can shout, uh, and even in the midst, when we think about our day-to-day -day walk with the Lord and uh, how we sometimes come up against situations, uh, uh, hurtful situations in this walk, uh, in this thing we call life, as we walk along this, this trail called life, we encounter oftentimes hurts. Uh, we encounter situations. We encounter tr trials and, tr and tribulation. Uh, the enemy is always present. It uh, seems like we're either going into a storm, uh, we are in a storm, or we're getting ready to come out of a storm. But, but however it may be, we can rejoice when we come through and see how God has delivered us. And that's what he's telling the, the, uh, the daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all thy heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. Uh, rejoice because God has pulled you through. God has, has healed you. He has delivered you 
and he has set you free. The Lord has taken away the judgments that he have cast and cast out thine enemies. Uh, wicked people set up judgments against you. Uh, it seems like the wicked is prospering on every hand. It seems like those that are in charge of us are, are corrupt leaders and we, are, uh, we encounter them. But our faith is in God that one day they shall meet their end. Those that uh, practice wickedness and those that are that seek out to do you harm. Uh, you can rejoice in the fact that God sees and he knows all. And there's coming a day when he shall vindicate you and he shall deliver you. And uh, sometimes we need to shout even before the battle has been won. Shout even in the midst of the storm, because we know that the God that we serve is able and capable to bring us through. We have already won the battle. We're victorious through Jesus Christ. And if we be in Christ, then we know we already won. We, we have already, but the word of God says, if God be for you, who can be against you? I need to say that again. If God be for you, who can be against you? If you are God's heritage, it makes no difference what happens. You may look like you're losing the battle, but you've already won the war. 16 says, in that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear thou not, and to Zion, let not thy hands be slack. 17 says, The Lord thy God in the midst of, in the midst of thee is mighty. He will say, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. The, the uh, provisions of God, the, the protection of God, the uh, he said, uh, don't be slack in, 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 in what you're doing. Don't let your hands be, become slack. In that day, it shall be said of Jerusalem, fear not. Uh, and Zion, not, let not thy hands be slack. Continue to do, do the work of the Lord. Continue to uh, do that what you've been called to do. And let your faith not waver. And uh, not, let not your hands be slack. For the God, the, the Lord God in the midst of thee is mighty. Uh, it makes you feel good when you know you got help. Your helper is in the house. You you can fight any battle when you know you got some backup. Uh, when 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 the trials and tribulations come your way, you can rejoice and be glad. Uh, James said it best. He said, "Count it all joy when you find yourselves in in diverse temptations." Uh, some people allow the temptations and the situations to bring them down into a pit of sorrow. Uh, but we can look up. Uh, he, you may fall down, but don't stay down. You've got to get up. Uh, hope, put your hope and your trust in the Lord because he is with you. He's, he's there and he's with you in the situation. And we know that God is able and he will deliver us. He will give us the strength to stand even in the, in the midst of our, uh, our situations when uh, it seems like we're down for the last count. Uh, whether it's sickness, whether it's uh, any situations that you may encounter, understand and know that God has your best interest and he is there with you while you're going through. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest. In, he will rest his, in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. The God is God is pleased with you. God is pleased with your efforts, even when he knows what we're made of. Uh, he knows we're made of, of dust, the dust of the earth, and uh, he knows about our flesh. 
And he knows that sometimes we fall, but God has made provisions for us to turn from our wicked ways. He's given us the, the uh, spirit of reconciliation and he's giving us the opportunity to repent, to turn back to him. And he's rejoicing over his creation. He's rejoicing over you because you have uh, confessed with your mouth and you believed in your heart. You've made him your Lord. You have invited him into your life. You've given yourself over to him and God is rejoicing over you for that which you have done. 18 says, I will gather them that are sorrowful for solemn assemblies who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. He's going to gather us together uh, for all of the travail, for all that you've lost. He's going to give you double for your trouble. For all that you have went through, God is going to uh, set you up. He's going to put your feet on a solid foundation that the world may see. You, you may be uh, in your solemn assembly right now, but God is going to bring you through. He's going to put rejoicing in your heart, uh, rejoicing at the fact that when you look around and you see all of your accusers vanquished, when you look around and you see all of your enemies defeated, when you look around and, and you see how God has set you up and blessed you, even those that are of other nations will look at you and they will, uh, they will, they will joy, rejoice with you and see that you are the heritage of God. You are blessed. Uh, they will take note of the fact that you are God's people. 19 says, Behold, at that time I will undo all, the, all that afflict thee. I will save her that halted, and I will gather her that was driven out, and I will give them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. Your reputation has been has been uh, damaged. You you have been slandered. You have been uh, looked upon with reproach. Uh, people know your past. They remember that what you used to be. Uh, and, and but God is setting you up. And 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 when He does this work in you, oh my God, uh, when they see the glory of the Lord upon you, uh, they take note and they recognize that I'm not that same person I used to be. God has transformed me. He has brought me. He has set me up. I have a newness about me. I have a glow that permeates me. And it's not mine, but it's the Lord's. Uh, when he does his work in you, good God Almighty, uh, it makes no difference what your past was or what you used to be. Uh, you can bring up my past, but uh, I, I'll just rejoice and say, look at me now. Look at what God has done in my life. Uh, he has uh, he has brought me before the people and they praise and, and and the fame. My fame goes before me in every land where they have been put to shame, where I, I was once a, a person that was put to shame. Now people are, are looking at me and they're saying, look at the difference. They're rejoicing over me because they see the difference in me. Uh, the last verse says, at that time, I will bring you again, even in the time that I gather you, for I will make you a name and a praise among all the people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, say the Lord. The promise of the Lord are yea and amen. Uh, <clears throat> even in the midst of getting ready to go into captivity, God was telling his people, 
uh, hold on and know that you're going to come through this. And when you come through this, you're going to be better off than what you were before you went in. Uh, I see your future and you look better than you, 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 you did back then. I see, uh, I see you set up. I see you uh, in a better position. I see you blessed and highly favored. I, I see you coming through uh, all that the devil meant for bad. God made it work out, turn out for your good. Uh, you can rejoice right now and, and know that with the hope of Christ, that, that this too shall pass. I will come through this and I'm going to be victorious when I come through this. And it will be nobody that did it but the Lord. It was God who had done this great thing in my life. And I can't do nothing but rejoice and praise him for who he is. For he is Jehovah Jireh. He, he, he is all of that. He is every aspect of. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is my standard bearer. He is my, he is my peace. He is Jehovah Shalom. He, he is my peace. He, you know, he's everything that I need. And when this wicked world has set up to destroy God's people and to uh, do us harm, you better understand and know that God is taking note. He is aware of what we go through and he sees all, he knows all, and he's able to vindicate all. So uh, we come to the end of this lesson. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your word, the prophecy of Zephaniah. Uh, we can even find ourselves and locate ourselves in it because, Father, we look around ourselves today and we see that there's wickedness and corruption all around us. But God, we trust and we depend on you to bring us through. For you are king of this world. You created all things. And you're going to vindicate us and bring us through. So we just thank you right now. We thank you and we give your name praise, honor, and glory. For uh, we know even if we lose the battle, the war has already been won through Jesus Christ. So we thank you. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We thank you for listening today. And we pray something was said that will uh, spare your heart and cause you to turn from yourself to Christ. For he truly is waiting on your he, uh, if you would hear that knock, then let him in. He's willing to come in. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You be blessed.